everybody, and welcome to the ninth episode of The Stand. That is three squared for you math wizards. Um, hope you guys are all doing all right. I hope you guys are making it through. I hope that uh, this last weekend was easier easier for you than it was for me. Um, COVID really started getting to me in this quarantine. Uh, even though I was out playing volleyball every day, coming home to the same old house, same boring-ass thing. I mean, you can only play volleyball and sit in the sun for so long before it turns to dark. And so... I already slammed all my Disney Pixar movies. I already watched The Lion King a few times, Tarzan, you name it. I've already watched all of those. So I'm running out of material because the only streaming thing I have is Disney Plus. And we don't have any cable in this house. So it really sucks. Um, I've gotten really good at shuffling cards and learning how to play blackjack. Not learning how to play blackjack by myself. Uh, but getting really good at it. Uh, so next time I go to the casino, the dealers better watch the fuck out because I know what I'm doing now. And I know when to sit, stay, because I know when you're going to bust. Been learning how to count cards. Been trying to learn, but it hasn't really been going over too well. There's a lot to count. Um, yeah. Hope you guys are doing all right. Uh, so I have a great interview today with Sean Mack. Um, Hilarious. This is the exact conversation I thought I'd be having with everyone when uh, the stand started. Uh, I thought this thing was only going to be like 30, 40 minutes, um, but it goes on for about an hour. So uh, great stand talk. What you're used to as a lifeguard sitting on the stand, some funny conversation, some weird topics. Uh, but yeah, definitely funny. Definitely a, a good listen, and uh, hope you guys enjoy. All right, without further notice, I'd like to introduce you guys to Sean Mackling for the second time, but for those of you who aren't, uh, has, haven't listened to episode eight, me and Sean go way back. Uh, we had an awesome first episode. We actually couldn't fit all the content into one, so we had to break it up. And so here's episode number two with Sean Mackling. Aiden. Yo. My guy. How we doing? You know, uh... It's been about it? a week. Yeah, a week since we last talked. Uh, yeah. I can honestly say I'm over this corona thing. I mean, I was over it a week ago, but it's really starting to get to me. How about you? I mean... You know, it's not... Mm, I guess I'm kind of on the same boat, because... Like, this last weekend, I had a totally different weekend compared to other others. Um, what like, did you do this weekend? So, I went to Sea Isle to see my family. And, like, what, what we said, talked about in our last conversation about, you know, it was taking kind of a mental toll on me with, like, you know, not seeing new faces or any of that. I was able to see um, a few new faces this weekend. So that was nice. I was able to see my sister's boyfriend, Liam, who I haven't seen in a while. Um, her friend, Meg, who's, a, who's one of our childhood friends growing up. Her family has a house in Seattle. 
And I was also able to see Nick Horn and Jack Allen this weekend, too, which is oh, great. Oh, damn. I mean, yeah, Nick is home from California. He's quarantined, or he was quarantined in Stone Harbor for three weeks. So I was able to hang out with him Sunday night, drank a few beers, and caught up. And it was actually crazy. He was saying, like, dude, this is the first real, like, human interaction I've had in such a long time where I'm so used to looking at a screen, seeing you here in person is kind of geeking me out right now. That's funny. And he's right, dude. I mean, it's so bizarre. Like, this is the only – this is how we interact now. Like, I'm drinking a beer with you. This is how I drink with my friends now. Yeah, I'm drinking a Roman Coke. Cheers. Yeah. Um, Yeah. A lot of kids, so the population down in Columbia has skyrocketed in the last couple of weeks. I was talking to a a fudgy-wudgy guy from Seattle yesterday at the volleyball court. He just got back down yesterday. He goes, I couldn't stay at home any longer. Like, Dude. (laughs) People are coming back to school. (laughs) Kids sound like idiots. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not like I'm not one of the idiots because I am – Hardly doing quarantine anymore. Just trying to live my best life and uh, not go mentally crazy, which arguably we still are because uh, we started uh, looting all the dumpsters around town. Uh, you know, Five Points, the bars. Oh, was- wait, hold on. Before we continue, I forgot to shout out the other two guys. I also got to see Johnny Truex and Patty Venmos. Oh. Shout out to the boys. Sorry. Anyway, continue. I just popped it in my head. So uh, a few restaurants have been doing renovations. A few of them just have been vacant for a while. Yeah. Um, so pretty much nightly now, we just go walking around. Uh, and just looting from yeah, there. Yeah, just looting. <laughs> Our living room right now looks like a bar, like a bar down in Five Points. Like we oh own an gosh. entire corner of Five Points. Like Thirsty Parrot and the Horseshoe, like that one corner, we have yeah. all their signs. <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah, I climbed the table, ripped the one down. It's been shut down for a year now. I feel like it's turning into a Chinese restaurant, so we just we took matters into our own hand and stole the sign. And then uh, we had a small semi-formal where we all brought dates, which was fun. Wait, is that – I have a picture of you from that. Uh, me and a cheetah coat? Yeah. Yeah, it was the Lion King. So you had a – oh, my gosh. You definitely have COVID. <laughs> no. I mean, I've been feeling fine. No fever. Just – You probably have the antibodies then. I might. I'm getting tan as fuck in case you couldn't tell. No, I can't. But, yeah, volleyball courts every day. You've got to watch out when I get back to see how I'm going to be, like, mopping the floor with all of you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well I only have a few weeks, but um, – you know, it's crazy. Something that I was talking, um, I talked about with Patty Lynch and Giant Truex this past weekend was about how are they going to open the beaches up um, this summer with all this going on? Because, I mean, I have a theory about what what's going to happen. Um, the cops, obviously, they're not going to patrol the beaches. I mean, they're not going to have the tolerance to kick people off. I think every stand is going to have to be open and just keep the beaches closed. But if people sneak on, you have to go down and be like, you have to get off the beach. Yeah, we're going to be security. So that's, going to, that's what's going to happen? Yeah, we're all just going to be ripping dad pens all day and uh, 
kicking people off the beach. <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, yeah, even my roommates are going crazy. My one ran through a wall yesterday mm-hmm. or two days what? ago. Huh? Yeah, he full fledged ran through a wall into my other roommate's room. We're now yeah. doing construction. It's very therapeutic fixing things. Uh. Yeah. So we're we're definitely losing it down here. Uh, I think the summer is going to be interesting. I don't. Ocean City, New Jersey, already closed their beaches for Memorial Day weekend, but I still feel like they're going to have a closed. I mean, it opened. No, it closed. The beaches closed for Memorial Day weekend in Ocean City. I thought they said they were opening the map. Oh, uh, unless the last article I read said they were closed, which was yesterday. I don't know. I don't know. If new news came out. Oh, really? But, uh, yeah, it's going to be tough. It's going to be interesting. Uh, I know a lot of people are worried about summer rentals down the floor. Yeah, it's going to be another big one, too. Because I already have a few friends who were renting down at the beach. I mean, not just Sea Isle, but uh, Sea Isle, Wildwood, Ocean City. And, I mean, dude, that's already a couple grand down the drain. From Memorial Day until Labor Day is when they're renting the house. Well, they would definitely have to get refunded or... It's, I don't know, dude. It, it, either it, way, it, it's a loss of money on both sides. Like, well, the renters no, or the rentees. I don't think they would get money back at all because there's no. I don't think there's anywhere in a contract that says in case of a pandemic and you can't leave your house, you'll get your first month's deposit back, you know? Yeah, true. I don't know. The government's going to have to figure something out. Like, I, where the fuck's my stimulus check I thought I was getting? Like, that still hasn't shown up. I didn't get one. Yeah, it's crazy. Probably because I'm an essential worker. That could be it. I'm not. I got laid off, and uh, I haven't seen a dime, and I'm just living the broke life. What'd you do again? Uh, down here, I washed dishes, and then once I, uh, well, no, I got, I got promoted to prep cook. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I made soups and salads. Hmm. Yeah. Fun. Easy. Oh, so nice. Uh, but yeah, ever since then, I've been calling like three landscaping companies a day. I'm trying to work at this fucking food market, but. The online I mean, dude, application why, is why a, are you trying to find a, a job, a new job right now? I mean, you're going to be home in what, a week? Well, I was really looking hard at the beginning of this month when I was going to be. I don't even know when I'm going to be coming home. My mom might just tell me to stay because. Dude, don't even just stay. Just like pack your shit up and just go straight to Sea Isle. Yeah, but what the hell am I going to do down there? What do you mean what the hell are you going to do down there? Like half of our friends are down there. True. You can still hang out with them in quarantine. I mean, all you would have to do really is stay at your house for two weeks because, I mean, you're in a different area now. You're in Columbia, South Carolina. So when you go to Seattle, you'd have to stay there. Or, I mean, yeah, but yeah, I'd no, have you, to go you, home. You would have, have to home. You'd have to quarantine Seattle for two weeks until you have to, would be able to see anyone. Well, I have work at home the second I get back. Splitting wood, lumberjacking, getting swole. Dude. I would Instacart if I were you. What? Do you know what that is? No. It's You don't know what Instacart is? No. It's amazing that you've made it this far in life. 
Um, Instacart, it's like, that's what I describe it. It's basically like a grocery delivery system. Oh. So it's set up. They'll send a, you know, Katie just signed up for it because, I mean, she's got nothing better to do now. So what it is is you sign up online. They'll send you like a credit card looking, you know, plastic card, whatever. And on the app, like you'll pick up orders for people. You'll have people send out requests, kind of like Uber. Yeah. You know, when you send out an Uber request. And oh, for like large quantities of groceries? Yeah, if there, are, if there are drivers nearby and whoever responds first, I guess, they're the ones who will go to um, uh, the Acme supermarket, shop, right? Acme or Giant or Wegmans or whatever, or Costco. And they'll pick up your groceries for you and they'll deliver them to your house. Well, I have to, uh, I'm also applying to Alco to work there until I start lifeguarding. Matt Wernley's company, shout out, big wins. Uh, me and Austin are going to do that mm-hmm. until we started guarding, whenever that started. Dude, I think that would start, I mean... This is a stretch, but I think Rennie might have everyone start full time Memorial Day. Nah, no way. Dude, think about it. If they do open the beaches back up, I mean, this pat these last how long has it been? A month, month and a half. Memorial Day will be two months. Shut down, right? Yeah. Like I don't even think a rookie class would be necessary. You know, unless we absolutely direly need a new group of guards. Well, we lost a lot of people. Okay, so then we will need. Okay, I don't know. I mean, this is just me talking. I'm like, but I think it would be smart to have everyone f- there full time starting Memorial Day. Well, I'm suspended till July 7th anyway, so I could use that other job. That suspension should get lifted. Yeah, it case. should, but you never know. Dude, no, Dave's why not? Why, why don't you try calling Rennie and be like, hey, I want you to lift my suspension. I talked to Rennie. He didn't even mention it, so I'm not going to bring it back up to him. Yeah, well. We'll see. So, uh. Other than that, things are good? Things are good. Just working on my volleyball game. Just took an exam today. Didn't study for it. Uh, still. Don't tell me that. Still, hey, most of the answers were on Chegg. Popped a 70 out. Would I have liked to done do a little better? Of course, but you know, got to be in the class. And that's all you're hoping for. So you passed the class. Yeah. And so South Carolina is doing something interesting. It's all classes are pass-fail unless you want to file for the GP, like you want to file for the letter grade. And so it'll bump your GPA up. Okay. So, yeah, that's fun. So, anytime I get a B or better, I'll file for uh, the letter grade. But if not, I'm not failing any classes this semester. That's impossible. Um, I'll just do pass-fail, and then it won't go towards my GPA. So, a C, like a 2, won't bring my GPA down. Because in this business school, you got to keep up a uh, 3-0, which is, which is not too much fun. Yeah, no, that doesn't sound great. Um, yeah. But, I mean, hey, you can always – I mean, how easy is it to 
cheat on a test now. Oh, so, dude, have you ever heard of Chegg? Yeah, dude. Yeah, uh, that's how I took my exam today. Well, dude, what I would do, um, how do they do it? Quizlets? So there, there's a software that I would have to download when I was taking online classes. Um, oh, Lockdown Browser? I think so. I think that's what it was, but so I couldn't open up a new tab and just Google search the question. So I would have, um, on days where my, where my exams would take place, I'm like, uh, like the exam time would open up on Friday at noon and then it would close, um, uh, midnight Sunday night. So every Friday I would have when Katie would come down for the weekend, and before I'd have to go to work for um, the Aura House, I would set up my computer. She would set up her computer. I'd read her the question. She'd Google it. And she'd go to Cliff Notes and be like, uh, let's see, B. I'm like, all right, B, question two. And then we'd just go on and go on. Yeah. Well, that's so how I passed marketing. Your sister, Katie, actually got me out of two math classes down here in South Carolina. For price? Uh, I think I had to take her out to lunch. <laughs> it was uh, the math placement test, and the first one I failed, so I had to take both math classes, and I thought that would... Oh, shit. Well, you got two chances. I... Keep going. I can hear you. I'm, I'm listening. So you got two chances, and uh, so I went to Katie, obviously a freshman at Johns Hopkins. She's a pretty smart gal, and... Uh, I just pretty much had her take the exam for me, and I got out of two math classes, which is pretty freaking sweet. Uh, I wish I could have done it for Spanish, because I did have to take the two Spanish classes. Wait, she did your math and your Spanish? No, no, no. I said I wish she could do my Spanish. She probably could do your Spanish. I mean, she took it since she was in first grade. Well, I had to take the Spanish in person, so that's why she couldn't. Mm, okay. Yeah. But she killed the math, got me out of two classes. So it gave me some leeway on uh, fucking up a little bit, which I definitely did my second semester freshman year. Yeah. Yeah, that was a wild semester. But uh, College, man. Woo. Yeah, well, you like a brick wall. Didn't finish it, but I'll finish it eventually in... Uh, Four years? Hopefully the next three years. No, I mean, I have not I technically... They didn't give it to me, but technically I do have an associates. I completed the required credits, but I didn't get one. So we shall say I'm gonna finish all that stuff when I'm in the Navy. So you can do it while you're in the Navy. Oh yeah, they offer great college tuition and uh, like support for that. So when I'm in, uh, there are certain programs I can do. Like since so since I have college credits, um, I'm already gonna be a higher rank when I leave boot camp, so the ranking system goes for enlisted, goes from E1 all the way to E... What's the E11? E12? And E12 is like Master Chief of the Navy. Like the entire Navy. So I'll be in E3. I'll be a seaman. Ooh. I'm sure you'll love that. Yeah, and if I was in the Army, I'd be a private. <laughs> <laughs> That's not as fun. I'd yeah, rather I'm be a swimmer. Know. Nice little seaman. I want to know who the idiots were who who were coming up with all these terms. All right, so we're to call our new sailors seamen, and our guys in the army that are new. We call them privates. There was yeah. definitely like a, a weird orgy or something going on. 
during all this. I mean, I'm sure you can probably... What's Air Force when you first get in? I don't fucking know. I didn't do my research in the Air Force. It could be like... But hey, guess what? If you join the Coast Guard, guess what? You'd be a seaman. Really? Because the Coast Guard does the same ranking system as the Navy. I might actually... It might be my only option is going into the military after college because we're going to go into an economic crisis and then we're... And then it's like, what? I'm not going to have a job out of college and then it's like, what else am I going to fucking do? Well, it'd probably be easier for you to get a job if you do join the military because they'll look at your resume and be like, oh, you have, okay, you have your bachelor's degree. And, oh, I see that you served four years in the military. Yeah. I think if I do any branch, it's probably going to be Coast Guard Rescue Swimmer. Seems pretty fucking dope. Plus, you get one of them jackets that is a panty dropper at the bars. You know you can't wear any of that stuff out, right? Yeah, but I'll retire pretty four years. I'll be like what twenty eight. Boom! Throw that jacket on. Twenty eight. Yeah, I'll be. How old are you? Oh no, you're right. I'll be. Were you like twenty six? Yeah, twenty six. Even younger. Even better. Yeah. I stopped doing math in high school. <laughs> you stopped doing math, and Katie took that test for you. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> um. But, uh, so wait, you're going to the Navy. What have you been doing to train and get ready for that? Because you were leaving in, like, what, a month? month I leave June 15th. I mean, dude, I wasn't really sure if my ship date was going to be on time because of all this, um, because of this COVID-19. Because for a while, ship dates had to get pushed to, um, like some people had to get shipped out earlier, or some people had to get their ship dates pushed out later because they weren't sure what was going on. But yours is still on time and everything? Yeah, mine's still on time. My recruiter called me this week and he said, Yeah, you're good to go. Like, all they're going to do when you get there is they're going to quarantine you for two weeks in a hotel in uh, Chicago. That's where our boot camp is. And, like, when you get to your hotel, Somebody's going to measure you up for, you know, like uniforms. They're going to size you for, you know, shoes, boots, uh, PT gear. And they're going to be doing other Navy stuff too. I don't, from, I think what's going to happen is we're going to be able to do like PT in our rooms and other Navy stuff, but we won't be able to get like our vaccines or medical stuff until we're out of quarantine. Yeah. So, uh, I was supposed to go down to Florida this week with uh, on Saturday with the rest of my family, but uh, it got ixnayed because New Jersey's now doing cutbacks for teaching, so my dad can't leave. And then my mom, who's a nurse, if she goes for a week, when she comes back, she'd have to quarantine herself for two weeks, so that's two more weeks out of work. And then my sister, who needs a doctor's appointment, would have to quarantine herself for two weeks. So, it it would, it would it would have just been a shit show, but yeah. Jesus. Sucks. Yeah, man. I mean, it's crazy. We're literally living in a science fiction movie right now. That might be the most Joe Rogan thing that I say this like tonight, but it's true. Oh, it's I can't wait for the movie to come out on this. Dude, a movie's already out about it. What is it? Contagion. Oh, yeah, 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 but that's an old one. I want one about this exact situation. I want, like, the little Asian in the lab, like, 
cooking up this uh, virus and then just Matt like Damon. injecting a pig and then just having it spread. And I want Trump to be like a badass character. Dude, have you seen Contagion? Mm, not since like fifth grade. So how it starts is this woman is coming back from China on a trip. She stops in Chicago for a layover because she was like cheating on her husband. Goes back to her home in uh, Nebraska. I don't know. One of those flyover states. And she has it already. She goes home. Gives it to her son. Her son gets it because she was in contact with her son. Her husband doesn't get it because I guess he has the antibodies. And then just starts spreading. It just starts spreading like wildfire like it happened here. And at yeah. the end of the movie, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, sorry guys. But at the end of the movie, it shows how it all started. It started with like, so the woman worked for some big, uh, excuse me, like pharmaceutical company. And they were breaking ground for a new manufacturing plant in China. And when they were breaking ground, there were all these bats flying around. And a bat was eating like a, like a fruit or something. It goes to a pig farm, drops the fruit. A pig eats it. A busher comes by, picks out pigs. Pig that ate that bat food was one of the pigs picked. That pig goes to a market. A chef buys it. The chef was touching his hands, barely like washes his hand, cleans it off. And then he meets that woman to like the woman, I guess, wanted to say, Oh, thank you for your hospitality. And then boom, she gets it. Yeah. I didn't really watch the beginning of the movie. I just know when the dad. And, like, the kid are trying to survive, and he goes into the supermarket and, like, takes a thing of Twinkies. That's about the only thing I took away is from that movie. Dude, I was watching that, like, the day before all this quarantine stuff happened. I'm watching this, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is happening right now. <laughs> like, mayhem in the supermarkets. Uh, everything's getting shut down. All of it. It, it was insane. Like, people were, it was the virus spreading like wildfire. It was nuts. Yeah, and I also remember another scene from the movie is when, like, the chick doctors, like, in the boardroom goes, like, they were all writing out, like, how many deaths, like, per person, like, and then the one lady wrote, like, your hand touching your face. You touch your face every 30 seconds or something. And it's like, yeah, that, some, that causes, it's like, like 12 deaths. Number. But, yeah. like... So I've been trying not to touch my face, not only for that reason, because allergies are terrible down here, and if I touch my eyes, they get really itchy from the pollen. But uh, yeah, I do remember that part of the movie. Other than that, don't really remember any of it. Yeah, it was wild. But um, no, I'm just glad that my process is kind of on uh, on schedule. But it's gonna take a lot longer until I actually start what I want to do. So. So wait, what what training have you been doing? Like have you been uh, doing like David Goggins type of fucking runs? Like <laughs> you done that like Mike Murphy challenge with like the weight vest? And stuff I like did that? that challenge last Memorial Day. I mean, it's definitely it's only hard if you make it hard. Like if you can scale it out pretty well to um, you know if you want to do all the push ups at once, and then all those you know, pull-ups at once and the squats at once. But regardless, you have to run a mile to start it and a mile to end it. So if you can portion it out, like sets of 
five, so like five sets of 20 push-ups, five sets of 40, no, five sets of 20 pull-ups, five sets of 40 push-ups, and five sets of 60 air squats. Um, it's not bad. So you just do like push-up or pull-up, push-up, air squat, and it goes by pretty fast. But I didn't. I when I first did it, I just did the um, the pull-ups all the way, the hundred pull-ups, then the two hundred push-ups, and the three hundred air squats. All right, showboat. I can't do it. Like I didn't know. I didn't know how to scale down until I was done. When I, until I I finished the workout after that last mile, I was like, "There's definitely a better way I could have done this." And I like wrote it out. Then I did the math and did it better. And I was like, "Oh man, I could have done it such, like like a way easier format." Oh, I always scale shit out. I uh, whenever we have to do like the rugby running training conditioning stuff. Mm-hmm. People just do like the 10 laps and then the eight stairs and then like the 100 squats and all that shit all at once. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'll do like two laps and then I'll do like half the squats, half the push ups, and then like then do another lap and then I'll go to the stairs for a little bit. I just like you can do it way faster that way. Yeah. I mean, that's not that bad. But other than that, for the other training, like, I mean, I can, I can do the push-ups and the sit-ups and the air squats on my own. Have you it's ran to Wildwood but... yet? Huh? Have you ran to Wildwood and back? No. Why would I do that? It's like 40 miles. No, it's not. <laughs> Pat Donnelly does it after a race. Pat Donnelly's a freak. <laughs> not going to argue with you there. He's an so, animal. Yeah, he is a freak runner. How yeah, old dude. is he? And he can still run like a motherfucker? I just wish I could I could swim somewhere. I mean, not being able to swim is what's really killing me. Throw a wetsuit on and go in the ocean. Or the bay. The beaches are closed, dude. All right, you can't hop the little red uh, tape. I don't know what's on the beach. I don't beach. know if there are cops patrolling it. Who gives a fuck? Worst <laughs> comes to worst, just start coughing in their face and be like, uh, sorry. <laughs> That's what I always say if a cop comes up to me. I was like, I'll just start coughing on them. Jesus. Oh, yeah, it's a total dickhead move, but it's better than getting a ticket. I guess so. I mean, you probably think you're an asshole and that you you have the COVID, but whatever. Did you go to jail for that, for pretending to have COVID? Is that a thing? No, I don't think. No, I don't. I don't know, dude. I don't know. Oh, did I tell you last time? Uh, Probably not. I think it happened in the last week. So I got a call from my little brother one day. And he doesn't call often. Uh, he goes, hey, Aiden, yeah, I just wanted to give you one last call before uh, you know, I get my phone and everything taken away from me. I'm just stuck inside my room for the next three weeks. I was like, why? What the hell did you do? He goes, I just had a police escort home for riding the quad on like the main roads. I was like, what main roads were you like fucking on? He tells 16, me, he? he tells me, I go, ah, you're going to be fine. Like, there's no way dad can get mad at you. And mom's not going to know what to do because my dad did it first. Like, my dad would pull us on a sled on, like, the main roads. Like, and he goes, yeah, it's not busy or anything. Just we got caught by the cops. You fucking idiot. Jesus. Yeah. I guess Chance he takes man. after me in the stupidity of the department. 
But then my mom calls me like five minutes later and she goes, you would not believe what just happened. And I was playing <laughs> stupid. And I was totally right. My mom goes, I don't even know what I'm going to say to him. Like, he has no remorse about it. I was like, why would he? Like, he didn't do it too much wrong. Like, he was wearing a helmet. Yeah. Oh, and he pulled the best card ever. He goes, oh, yeah, my mom's like a healthcare worker. Like, she's at work right now. <laughs> and the cop just was like, on my little brother's side at that point. Smart. It's a good move on him. Yeah. Gotta, gotta give him a round of applause. Shout out to Owen. Yeah, but uh, he's a lot more like me than I expected. All right, so yeah. we kind of talked about the Navy a little bit, but uh, a big topic that we missed out last time, our camping oh trips. Oh, boy. Dude. Was this part of your perfect week, which we will get into after this? Um... So you got lucky a few times on these camping trips, didn't you? When Abby and all her friends came, and then with Paige. Yes, yes. Let's leave names out of it, though. Sorry, uh, when uh, yes. <laughs> the blonde one and then the curly-haired brunette came. Yeah, and then another time with somebody else. This really? Is on, my, on our fourth, on our uh, my our fourth summer, the only time that I went out there. Because you have to remember, our four, our fourth summer, I was. I mean, I was cooped up, so I was taking summer classes, and I also had a second job, so and going out, for me, wasn't really, it was rare on some occasions. Until I was done all those classes, then I was like, you know what, we have a month left of summer, I'm living it the way I used to live it, just going out all the time with my friends. Um, but dude, those camping trips were, oh man, those were fun. <laughs> Just the whole pro. I mean, Churro's right. The whole process of getting out there and then leaving the next day is a shit show, but it's a funny shit show. Dude, I went out there with two broken paddles and a kayak with a bunch of weight. Yeah. Like, you know those paddles that you get with, like, the 300, like, or 3000 Express, like, little plastic ones? Yeah. I was rowing with those, or, like, I was kayaking with those little shits, like, hardly moving against like the current too mm. oh it was awful but I mean it's so much fun dude just going out there I mean just like camping's great I love camping it's a nice little break from civilization because sometimes the places you go like well camping like usually there isn't um, a cell reception so everyone's off their phones you don't have there's like not a worry in the world just out there chilling Sitting around the campfire, drinking beer, and occasionally some Jack Daniels. What's that next horse in line? Yeah, Jack Daniels. Sure. Fucking good luck. <laughs> but yeah, um, dude, those are fun. Uh, I remember God, our first we, never got to do, we didn't do it last summer. You may Ooh. not have, but I went. And that was my first time ever doing shrooms. Okay, let's was, talk later about that. Um, it was me, Churro, Lit, and both Morans. That was fun. It was a good time. I bet it was. But it was also <laughs> the first time that there was no chicks. And I feel like you got to have chicks out on the island. Yeah. Maybe it was a good thing, though, because, you know, sometimes the chicks can get, I don't know. Depends who you bring out there. Like, I remember the time, the last time I went with... Kate Wilk and all them. 
And I lost yeah. Crow's paddleboard. They were being kind of lame, that crow. Well, you know what's funny about that trip? It was only just a few nights before. Where, wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. Before you continue, think about what you're going to say. <laughs> oh, I thought about it. And there's no way, way that either of them listen. Okay. Yeah, are you sure? <laughs> and if they do it. They're both I would kind of choose my words for our next topic that we're going to talk about in a little bit, so can, keep going. <laughs> the one in the Cayman Islands, the tall blonde one, that was mm-hmm. just there for the summer. Mm-hmm. A few nights earlier, we were doing tandem on the way home from uh, a little bonfire that I had with Cole, and uh, I don't think it went that far. Okay. But uh, we were doing tandem on the bike back from like 15th Street, 4th Street, like wherever. In Seattle. Yeah. Okay. We pat like she was in the lead. We both wipe out. She hit the curb. We wipe out in the middle of the road, and then just lying down. Close. One thing led to another, and we didn't all start fucking each other. But god damn it. <laughs> and I didn't really remember this until I walked into morning meeting uh, the next day, and Cole goes, "What's going on, you homewrecker?" <laughs> I'll never do that. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, shit. Coming, coming from the king of the homewreckers. Yeah, I was like, ah, oh, shit, that really happened? Which yeah. I didn't really, I was actually proud of myself. But the camp, yeah, I mean, the camping trips are, they're a blast. Just getting back to, I mean, if you're not working that day, then you're going to have a great day regardless because you're up early. You go to the diner. When we get back to the cars, and then we're hustling back. Well, I mean, they're hustling back, but you you have not you don't have a worry in the world. Yeah. So all you have to do is drop them off at their houses. You can go home, get back in bed, like take a shower and get back in bed for two hours, and then wake up and do whatever you want. But if you're working, it's even a better day. I love working after a kid. Yeah, because we're all rolling in at once at like nine. 918. We're like sprinting in. We look like dog shit. And then everyone's looking at us like, where the hell were you guys in the woods? I'm like, uh huh. Yep. Yep. That's exactly where we were. So, yeah, for those of you listening, it's about like a mile, mile and a half uh, paddle, kayak, canoe, however the fuck you can get there, boogie board. Some people it's have swam. Well, I don't even want to give out the, the location. No, I'm not giving up the location, but it's a mile and a half. All, all I'm gonna say is you have it. You have it's you can't get there on foot. You have to use some sort of water transportation. So kayak, canoe, paddleboard. But it's a grand old time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. those camping trips. I can't wait for this summer. Cause uh, I mean, I know I don't have the old crowd anymore. I don't have like you and Nick. Oh, so the best part about so like I was gonna do a lot of camping trips this uh, spring, but a lot of the places got closed down because of what's happening. That place so, never gets closed down. What? That place can't get closed down. It's not a no, because it's not public. It's not public land. No one owns that land. Well, we don't know that for sure because there is a private property sign, and there's a picnic table, and a dock. We just don't know who owns it. Yeah. Until one day we go out there and we see, you know, some cold gathering. That'd be hilarious. And it'd be like, hey, what's up, you motherfuckers? That'd be great. We just go out there and then they're doing like their little ritual. They turn around and like, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? 
They're like, are you here for the meeting? And we all just go, yes. <laughs> we just party with them, then we just join a cult. Me and uh, me and my one roommate were talking about start. Well, he was actually on the phone talking to his one friend when I walked into his room, and they were talking about starting a cult. And they asked if I wanted to be in it, so uh, I might already be in a cult, and I think I'm uh, a, in the hierarchy of it. But only women can join. Five guys and all women. What's your title going to be in this cult? The Grandmaster of Fun. Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> I was I was thinking more Archbishop of Fun or of, of exoticism. Oh, Grandmaster, that sounds better. <laughs> Grandmaster of exoticism. I like it. <laughs> oh God! All right, what's next? What do you got for me? Uh, so I had the intro. Third. Oh, we never got into the perfect week. Something that I probably will never accomplish until this summer. Because I'm on track to do it, and I know the head's in mind. Yeah, I think it's a lot easier to do that when you're 21 and up. Um, so I completed – if you if you watch the show Friends, you'll know what I'm talking about. I completed a perfect week. And it's very you, impressive. Even though you didn't do the – you kind of have an asterisk next to it because you overlapped a couple of times, but still very impressive. It took a toll on my body and my bank account that week. I think I spent, I, I definitely spent a paycheck that week. It was an expensive week. Like, I, it, so it's, it started Sunday, um, started Sunday night. I got lucky. Then the next night, got lucky again. And then after Monday night, Tuesday morning, I'm like, oh man, that usually doesn't happen. And then Tuesday night, uh, it happened again. I'm like, oh shit, I'm on a roll right now. Like, what? I gotta, I gotta keep this going. I gotta get the train rolling. So then Wednesday night happened, and by Thursday night, like, my body was already drained. My bank account was getting drained. So luckily, it was Thursday night. What the buck at Shabooms, and I was like, you know, what? I got nothing to worry about. Dollar drinks, whatever. I don't care. Thursday night, got lucky. Friday night, I was starting to uh, deteriorate a little bit, and it was just like, oh man, I just need to, I just need this to work. And it happened. It worked. I was like, yes. And Saturday, I'm sure came. you were a little more excited than just yes. I, I mean, you were probably in the bathroom like fist pumping, shaving your pubes, like getting all ready for the night. You're like. You're like, Dude, you look was, good tonight. You're on fire. Keep the ball rolling. Saturday, Saturday night rolls around. I am, I mean, I'm exhausted. I'm hungover. I'm just like, it, it, it's a mess just looking at me. You would think, I would, you, if you saw me that Saturday, you would think, man, did you sleep at all this week? Or did you, like, where did you sleep this week? And is everything okay? Like, I'm surprised there wasn't an intervention for me that week. Or that Saturday morning. So Saturday rolls around. Like, I mean, and uh, yeah, the rest is history. The next day, Sunday, uh, I was so dead. I was, ex- oh, it was the most satisfying feeling knowing I completed that. But also, you felt a little gross. 
I felt so gross. It was after that. I was like, I, I can, I'm never doing this again. Not to mention, I was talking to a, to a girl that like during all this and she was part of that week and it, she was not happy with me at all. Oh, the one you said, I love you too. Like a fucking idiot. No, 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 no. This was, um, someone else. Yeah. Someone else. This was somebody else. The what part? Nope. This is our third summer, Aiden. Oh, uh, okay. The nurse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The nurse. Yep. Um, I mean, the way she found out was because one of our friends ratted me out. Whoa, what? Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> so I had all Fridays, and I was hanging out with, instead of uh, Chiro, and we went to Stone Harbor to hang out with our good friend, Lindsay Vallon. And Chris told Lindsay... And Lindsay told Abby? Oh, Lindsay told yeah. the nurse? <laughs> oh, um, my God. Lindsay, I thought, would, would know. You better, you better bleep that part out, buddy. Yeah, I'll cut that out. It's, I'm trying to, it's like, really be, easy. I'm, I'm pretty I'm good trying to be courteous and, like, leave names out of it, but you're over here willy-nilly throwing around names like it's no like a beach ball at a Dave Matthews band concert. <laughs> no, yeah, I can crop that out. Um... I'll keep it in. Um, but anyway, like, yeah, then, oh, shit. She found out, and I hung out with her later the next week. She was like, so I heard I was part of your perfect week. I'm like, look, I just want to let you know. I just had to do it to see if I could do it. I'm not doing that ever, ever again. Can we just hang out from now on? She's like, of course. And, yeah. But um, So it worked out. It worked out. Then I fucked up later in the summer and met some wet fart. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that whatever. was a wet, wet fart that you met. Yeah, right before I left my trip, too, I kind of made it official, which is horrible. Horrible idea. I shouldn't have had a girlfriend on that trip. Her sister was way cooler, too. And they were twins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was our third summer, right? That was our third summer. We had one more summer after that, and then... Yeah, fourth summer. I fourth summer is a little weird for me. Um, when was I there? Fourth, oh, I I was on eight nine. I probably I pretty much sat with you and Chura. Yeah, pretty much. Except on Sundays when I worked on seven one. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, our last summer was weird because that's when I started looking into the Navy. I mean, so I was working for a, a landscaping company in the spring. Hated life. Summer came around. Was taking summer classes, and at that point, I was kind of tired of like living off, like you know, having my parents pay for the classes. I was like, "There's got to be a different way to pay for this. There's got to be a better like. What can I do?" And our buddy Devin uh, brought up the Navy to me. It seemed really interesting. We started talking about um, you know how they can help with college tuition. So I was like, "Okay, it seems interesting," and. Yeah, I was sitting in my beach house and taking classes. Like, I don't think I'm going to – there's got to be a better way to do this. And I remember our conversation, looked into it. I was like, oh, I know. It seemed kind of interesting. And then cut to South Jersey's. There's a Navy recruiting tent. Um, so I'm walking That's back how they got the- you? No, I mean, I went up to them. I approached uh-huh. them. I like. I remember watching. I watched one race. Went back to go to the bathroom, and then I walked by their tent. And I don't know who 
how many people come up to them at those things. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go up to these guys and you know, shoot the shit for a little bit and talk to them. So I'm talking to these guys and like for our, the first part of our conversation, we're not even talking about the military. We're talking about, you know, like lifeguarding down at the beach, uh, lifestyle, all that. Um, and then one thing leads to another. I'm asking the guy, so like out of all these jobs that you have on the tape on that you have presented here, which one do you think would be the best fit for me? And all the guys there, one of them, one of the guys there was a retired, uh, retired Navy SEAL. The other guy was a SWIP guy, and the third guy was some crusty old man from Vietnam. And the SWIP guy, they all one upped, like looked at me down after talking to me for a while, and then. The SWIC guy handed me a packet. Well, he actually handed me a few packets. And he was like, hey, look into some of these, but I think you'd be pretty good at this job. I'm like, okay. Very bold that you would say I'd be interested at this job because this isn't what you do, I would think. Because you know, I brought up teamwork and, like, you know, working with other people and – well, yeah, because you were an athlete your entire life. Like, yeah, I mean, I That's played. where teamwork comes from, and that's pretty much where the best communication yeah. comes from is through sports and not school. Yeah, and plus being on the beach patrol, too, having that camaraderie. I told them, like, I like being a part of a group of people that like to have fun and get the job done. And, I mean, the beach patrol, we like to have fun, and we can get the job done at any circumstance that we're in. Or condition that we're in, so I was like, you know what? I'll keep my, I'll keep you guys in the back of my mind. Um, how can I get in touch with you guys? So one of them gave me their business cards, and then end of the summer rolls around, I go back to the same, uh, what was it? same bullshit landscaping job. Then I guess I, I think like October rolled around. And I was like, you no, know, I'm gonna look into this a little bit more. So I called the guy and I was like, hey, can you get me in touch with a, with a recruiter? I want to figure out, I want to get some more information. Said, of course. So I met with the recruiter. The recruiter talked to me a little bit, told me, gave me some more information about, you know, what they can, how they can help with college, uh, benefits, um, advancement and ranking, all that, and how it would really benefit me for the rest of my life. I'm like, okay, this, now it's get, starting to get really like, more interesting now. So I do more research on the job. Um, I'm still talking to Devin. He's talking to me a little bit more about it. You know where he is in all this process? Because I know his leg's fucked up. And, like, that's a big issue. I don't know. I think he's still getting trying to get cleared with his leg. I mean, so I had to get cleared from my hand, and even that took a while. But, you know, I remember um, – uh, so my one of my best friends, Mizzy – uh, he was still, he was taking a fifth year. He was in his last semester at school. He comes home for, uh, what's it called? Thanksgiving break. And I, you know, go visit them. I'm like, Hey, I'm thinking about having a life change. And he goes, Oh, what are you thinking? I go, Oh, well, I'm thinking I had the thought the or the idea of, you know, joining the Navy. He goes, really? You know, it's funny that you say that because I was talking to another one of our friends the other day he said like, you need like Sean, would thrive in an environment with structure and an environment where he can just um, grind in. 
yeah, grind in and out every day, something where he can really bust ass and be beneficial for him. But you have the grit. Yeah. And I was honestly surprised that he told me that. So then, like a week later, I called him. And I'm like, dude, I don't know what to do. Like, I'm like half in, half out. What should I do? And he goes, all right, here's what you're going to do. Um, January 1st, 2019. So New Year's Day. That's when you make your decision. Like, okay. So I had a month and a half to think about it. Um, and luckily I was with Mizzy and a bunch of our other friends growing up because James, his, uh, his family was having like a dinner party. So I wasn't drinking at all that night. I was, I wanted to have a clear mind going into the new year to really make my decision. And then the clock struck midnight, like five minutes later, I go grab, grab, I grab James. I'm like, Hey, come outside. I want to tell you something. I go, um, remember that conversation we had back in November? He goes, yeah. Like, yeah, I'm going to do it. And it was a really, like, he was the first person I told. And then after I told him, I texted my siblings because we were going to go to Shannon's for brunch for the Bummers Parade. I told them, like, hey, I have something I want to tell you guys. Um, just get ready. And they were all freaking out because Joe, I went out. Katie said, like, I thought you were going to tell us you got someone pregnant and you need money. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I could totally see that happening too. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I told them the next day. I mean, I didn't drink at all New Year's Eve. I didn't start drinking until I told them. Like, that's when the party really started for me. So I told them, and then the rest is history. Dude, like, after the Mummers, we went to a bar. Because um, Joe wasn't with us during the parade. He was with his friends from college. We I went to, remember, I was trying to sneak in with you guys, but uh, yeah, I didn't we, have a good enough ID because I lost yeah. both my PA ones. So we went to this bar and I'm walking in and there were people coming up to me like congratulating me, people I don't even know. And I'm like, okay. And then um, the entire time I was there, I didn't pay for a single drink. Like all of Joe's boys were just hooking me up. I probably paid for one drink. Wow. Like all the boys were just hooking me up. It was really, really cool. And then... Yeah, it's a big thing. Not too many people yeah, I mean, I go into the, the military anymore, especially from our area. Yeah, I mean, I pretty much said, like, you know, it's – I thought I thought to myself, you know, I'm, I was 23. I'm at a good age now. I figured if not now, then when. And I want to – I don't – I didn't want any regrets 10 years from now saying, like, man, I, I wish I did that. I should have done that. Like, so I decided I'm going to give myself – little over a year to train and then I'm going to go in and give it a shot. Now we're here on April 29th and I'm leaving June 15th and the fucking COVID ruined all my plans that I was going to have. <laughs> yeah. You were going to start traveling around. You were supposed to go out to San Diego. Yeah, dude, I was supposed to go visit Nick in San Diego. I was going to go camping. Um, I mean, I can't even have a going away party. Well, my, my siblings told me they were going to have a going away party for me, but who can we invite? If we invite, I told my parents today, I was like, you know what? I say Memorial Day, we just have some banger. Everyone come, bring your own case, whatever. If the cops come, then fuck them. So uh, at the volleyball court the other day, the cops came. And they were like, it's too nice of a day out. 
to uh, tell you guys to go inside, but like just spread out a little bit. So I'm sure they'd probably do something similar to that. I'm sure if we had a Navy flag flying out in front of my house in Seattle, they'd be like, who's going to the military? I raise my hand. If we get Devin there and Colin, they're there. Like all three of us are going in. Like, so does right. Doyle have a? Uh, I don't think Doyle has a date yet, or at least no. Nah, Doyle didn't even start the process yet. He's he said wait until. Um, they told him to wait until September to get in touch with a with a recruiter, the same guys that I talked to. Well, yeah, I know he wants to have one more summer down in Seattle. Yeah, I mean. Look, I'm way too loyal to try out to, for any other beach patrol. I could have tried out for another one last summer, but I didn't want to be down there because I didn't want to get distracted. I, it's, and there are – don't even say there are distractions because there are a ton of distractions. Oh, there are a ton of distractions. Oh, distractions. But it takes a lot of discipline to be in the military, and it will take a lot of discipline to train down in Seattle. I mean, since I wasn't working last summer and we had the new house, my – both my parents worked, everyone else worked, and we don't would have to have workers come down to like do touches in the house. So I'd get mad when they would say, Go down to the beach for a week. Like, I don't want to. Like, most tough shit. There are workers coming. So, fuck. So I want to stay at home. Like, honestly, I, I like the way I looked at it, my full time job last summer was training, getting, re- getting ready. It was training. I mean, I would still train down at the beach. I had more, um, Land to uh, use. I had more stuff I could use. I had the ocean. I had 86th Street. Yeah, you had the boat. Kettlebells. I had the boat. I could. I knew the distance between stands for swimming from 86 to 89 and around the pipe on high tide. Like, I knew all that and it was great. That really helped me out a lot. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, dude, there are distractions down there. And. Our friends are going to listen to this. We're like, there aren't any distractions. I was like, really? There aren't any distractions? We go out we, every night. I am a distraction. We go out every night of the week from Labor Day, Memorial Day until Labor Day. Like, I, I, there are plenty of distractions. And we sit on a beach all day, and we have the honeys walk by, and they're checking us out. Not well, saying that's a distraction, but. I, I see the honeys as motivation. Get rid of this fucking beer gut. I mean, I'm not doing a thousand push-ups a day because I like it. I'm doing it for the honeys. Yeah. Honestly, I've seen my arms grow in quarantine. Boom, getting swole. These things are tight. It's it's mostly from looting and not doing push-ups. <laughs> Stealing lines. Stealing signs, baby. Dude, those, those shits are heavy as hell. Yeah. Dude, I had to carry like a 50-pound sign. Like 300 yards the other night. Jeez. I did, I carried a fucking folding table and a sign, one under each arm, for 500 yards because it was beyond five. It was like this ghetto ass bar beyond five points. Surprised we didn't get shot on the way there. Hilarious. Yeah, we really gone off the rails. <laughs> We threw a couch off our balcony the other day. Aiden. I've been letting fireworks off underneath people's feet. Yeah, we uh, we jumped off the rails over here. We're just so bored. There's no sports. 
We were saying we were watching like Chef Ramsay like uh, do the twenty four hour kitchen makeover instead of a NHL. Hey, why don't you try getting into that? Why don't you try like experimenting with cooking and all that? Fuck around with some meats. Yo, do you want to see my fucking kitchen? My kitchen, not a single burner works. Show it to me when we get offline. Um, that's weird. Not, you need a letter to light the burner. It's fucking nasty. And plus, I'm still on the meal plan, so. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's a weird time that we're living in. That sounds ridiculous, but. It's fucking nuts. Yeah, it's. It sucks, dude. I'm so fucking mad that this is going on. Especially now uh, for you. I mean, dude, like... This is supposed to be, like, your last couple months of freedom. Essentially, yeah. I mean, like I said, I had a shit ton of stuff planned out to do, and the day I had all the phone numbers out, ready to call these people, like, all this happened. The shutdown. Fucking Because they're considered not essential businesses. So, I, I get that. Scuba diving shops and skydiving shops, or charters aren't essential so why the hell would they stay open also who would do that nowadays like in this like who would do that right now me (laughs) well yeah obviously but like other than you maybe like a select few people i mean i was supposed to go skydiving with it was supposed to be me mizzy and isaac and maybe my brother but mizzy and isaac were on board i was just waiting for joe I was going to book it. It was supposed to be this weekend, actually. It was supposed to be the first weekend of May. Damn. I always wanted to go skydiving. Yeah. But, you know, I can just do it off the, off the Navy's dime if I make it. Yeah. You're going to have to learn how to do it anyway. I mean, they're going to, they're going to teach me. So Now, they'll first have you jump with someone, right? Yeah. Uh, like, they won't just, like, teach you all the lessons and then be like, all right, here you go. So, I, I don't know how that works in the military, but for, like, the regular civilian stuff, I would be hooked on to someone. I'd be a, it would be a tandem jump. So, I'd be harnessed in on somebody's uh, chest. Yeah, I figured. I don't know how it works in the military. I didn't dive that far down in my research. I think first it starts static line, and then it will go into a... Yeah, regular jump out of plane at high altitude or higher altitudes that, you know, I don't know. I don't don't know. Like, I'm still. You know what's dope shit? What? I'm having you on as a uh, pre-Navy guy. And then once you go into the Navy and everything, you become like a David Goggins motherfucker. People are going to be able to come back to this podcast. Yeah. And listen to the. Pre-Navy, during Navy, and then post-Navy. When you're like a fucking war hero and shit. And that's what I can't wait for. Because that's what's going to make me famous. During the Navy, I'll be able to talk to you and be like, oh, dude, this is insane. Like, Like, this shit sucks. (laughs) I'm fucking sweating my balls out in Afghanistan. Just fucking looking for Bin Laden or some shit. I'm dead, dude. I know he's dead, but the next one. got that motherfucker. Who's who's the big... uh, ISIS guy now. We got him too. <laughs> ah, who are we looking for then? Anyone. <laughs> like, I, I secured all this oil. Give me my money. I don't know. Fuck. 
I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, stuff's starting to die down a lot. So it's going to be tough to really – not tough. There's always something going on, but there isn't a lot really going on in the Middle East, I don't think. I haven't seen anything on the news lately. It's most of the stuff I see on the news now is Donald Trump addressing the nation and updates on the coronavirus. Yeah. Well, maybe you'll uh, go over to North Korea and do something cool there. Well, he might be dead, too. Yeah, but I hear his sister is fucking worse than he is. I, I just saw know. a meme I, I, about I didn't it. know he had a sister. I didn't even know Kimmy Jong had a sister. The Rocket Man. The only reason I know it is because I saw a meme about it. Oh, really? Yeah. It's Does like, she look like the woman from It's Always Sunny in Philly? She is chicken-like. She's very scrawny, but has a mean-ass face. She means business. And you know how girls always try to overcompensate with power? Those females. Those bitches. Imagine if she's just like PMSing one day and just drops a nuke on us. God, I hope that doesn't happen. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, that's so sexist, but so funny at the same time. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. I don't want to think about that. That sounds horrible. And Kim Jong, she looks meaner because Kim Jong Un looks like a teddy bear. Oh yeah, with a shitty haircut. Kind of like his haircut. I was gonna get it. Like for, uh, he looks like a guy. He, he doesn't look like a powerful dictator. He literally looks like a dude that can fuck up. Like. No, yeah. If I saw him on the street, I I think I could beat him up. Yeah, if he got in my face, I could for sure kill him. If I knew there weren't gonna be any repercussions for me afterwards. But his sister looks like a ninja. Kind of. Like one of those female ninjas in, like, Kill Bill. I don't know what she looks like. I've never seen a picture of her. No, yeah, she looks like that. What do they call them in Kill Bill? The, um... The 88 Assassins? The 8 Assassins. The 8 Assassins? No, the the group of... At the end of the movie. There definitely wasn't 88 of them. With the swords. The 200 sword... I don't know. I haven't seen the movie in a while. Yeah, neither have I. I think it's been like since seventh or eighth grade. Damn, it's wild. A while for you then, young buck. Well, yeah, it was on Netflix for a while. I think it's back on Netflix. Yeah, Yo, you want to hear something crazy that I heard the other day? What? Well, I guess it got proven wrong in Frozen Two, but in Disney World, when uh, and so in Fr- Frozen One. Her parents went to the South Seas, and then, uh, you know how Tarzan was kind of born, and then was, like, raised after a shipwreck? Their ship got wrecked down in the South Seas, but then Frozen 2, which I just watched, like, the other night, just completely vanished, that idea. I didn't watch Sea Frozen 2, because I knew it was going to suck. Yeah, it wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. Elsa found her home. Dude, who cares? The first one was great. I'm not going to see the sequel because I knew the music was going to suck. Whoa, 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 whoa. Have you ever seen all three cars? I think cars, all three of them are good. I didn't see any of the other two cars. I only saw the first one. The first one's obviously the best, but the other two aren't bad. I also didn't see the most recent Toy Story movie. Uh, hold on. Three, two, 
one. I gotta take a piss so bad. Uh, we were talking about uh, Disney and uh, how Frozen. Walt Disney was... hated the Jews. Disney hates the Jews. Oh, did you say Mizzy or Disney? Disney. Yeah, Disney. Walt Disney did not like Jewish people. Makes sense. There hasn't been a Jew- Jewish movie yet. And you know that uh, every movie has a uh, underlying message for adults, mm-hmm. which is pretty fun. And I've been trying to figure it out. For like each uh, each movie, like Tarzan, what what are those claps for? Oh oh oh! Turn the light on! Wow! Like Tarzan with the gorillas and uh, the white people. I mean, it's an underlying message in the movie. Nah, I can crop that part out. (laughs) Not keep it (laughs) in. Yeah, I mean, I didn't make the movie. I didn't make the movie, but that's the underlying message in it. I mean, Tarzan was already a movie before Disney made it, so. It was? Yeah, dude, Tarzan's an old movie. I know it's way old, but Disney made it. Yeah, Disney a- animated it. They didn't make the first Tarzan from like 1952. Oh, really? It goes back that far? I never knew that. Yeah, dude, I'm pretty sure. Anyway, let's get off this topic. Um, Wait, I had a topic to go into after this, but I forgot. Dude, what the fuck is up with the Eagles right now? Um... <laughs> You mean how shitty their draft picks are? And, uh, I mean, I guess they killed it in, like, after the is second Jay, round. Is Jalen Hurts a franchise quarterback? Do they really have that little respect for Carson Wentz and, like, little, uh, what's it called? Like, do they not trust him to lead this are team gonna, to a Super Bowl? So, are they going to bench Carson Wentz? No. No, 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 like, no. No, not bench him, but, like, make him second string? No. No, no. So, Jalen Hurts is going to be Carson's backup? At least for the... Fr- the only way I see it is the second a starting quarterback goes down the NFL, we can trade Jalen Hurts for a first-round draft pick, depending on how well he does in the preseason. Dude, why didn't we get that that um, the guy from LSU? The uh... Justin Jefferson instead of yes. Ruggs or whatever the fuck that guy, Reagan or something. The wide receiver? Yeah. I mean, the only thing I can see is that uh, – the kid does have potential, and he did have a shitty-ass quarterback out in, I think, Utah. Or TCU? Where was he? Mm-hmm. One of those two schools. The only thing TCU, is, that's the dude his, uh, so his dad was on. His dad has been an Eagle before. But the only reason I think is because when Jer- Joe, if Joe Burrow pans out to be a fucking NFL All-Star, and like he was just dropping dimes to these guys, and this kid... Had a shitty ass quarterback and still had the year that he did. Um, that's the only reason I can see for drafting him. But other than that, if he doesn't pan out, then uh, I don't know how long Howie Roseman's going to be in uh, that GM spot or at least the drafting spot because we used to have a fuck I forgot his name, but uh, we used to have a different guy who was specialized in the draft. But I think Indiana or either Chicago took him to be their GM for the draft. So it. Howie's days might be numbered, depending on whether or not Eagles make it back to the NFC Championship or not. Because this this city wants to win. This city needs to win. Or else the fans are not happy. And when the fans aren't happy, I don't think uh, Jeffrey Lurie's happy. So I love Jeffrey Lurie as an owner. I think he's been making a lot of good moves. I think he's uh, I think he's a great o- owner. And I think I I think I hope he knows when to pull the plug. Yeah. But I think the Super Bowl can hold Howie over for maybe a year or two. More. Like, if none of his draft picks pan out, then he he might be on a, might be on the hot seat and on his way out. Yeah. But uh, speaking of hot seat, I'm going to spring a little uh, segment on you that uh, part of my take does, but 
I think it would be fun to do right now. A little hot seat, cool throne. Okay. Who do you see as uh, – I'll go first. This way I can give you some time to think. So <laughs> professional league on the hot seat I think is uh, the NBA and the NHL. I feel like they need to come out with a start date. And I feel like they need to come out with a uh, when teams are going to be able to start practicing again. Because they're talking about only select cities being able to go back to team practices where COVID's not a big thing. But you can't let some teams practice it, practice and other teams not. And Spit and Chicklet said this today. Is that, and I feel like Spit and Chicklet said this today that uh, although those te- like leagues are completely different, one's a very physical sport and one's a pussy ass sport. And I'll let the listeners decide which one I'm talking about. But uh, those leagues are kind of intertwined because, at least in Philadelphia and almost every other city, they play in the same stadium. So you can't have one without the other, I feel like. Which is going to be interesting. I thought that MLB would be back first because that's the most spread out sport. They have a new ball each time. But uh, it seems like that the NBA and NHL is going to come back first. Yeah, sure. They have a, the MLB has a new ball each time, but you have to remember what about like pitching changeouts and how many times they're they're not reusing. I mean, how many balls does the umpire have in his little sack? You know, they have over a hundred. There's literally a new ball every pit. Like every time the ball hits the dirt, there's a new ball. Every time the ball gets hit, there's a new ball. What about pucks in the NHL? They're touching their. Dude, own how sick would it be if like the NHL picked up and it was. Uh, the summer. Oh, I would think it's awesome. Even if they play at select locations, at least I'll be able to be at home and enjoying the game with friends and family instead of I live with a Capitals fan, a Rangers fan, and uh, a Boston's Bruin fan. But not to take it for granted, if they're all playing like disclosed locations, like up in New Hampshire and whatnot, yeah, it no sucks. Fans. But at least I get, yeah, with no fans. At least I get to watch it with. People who are also all Flyers fans. And uh, did you hear about MLB might go to three different divisions instead of get rid of the NL and AL for this year? And there'd be an East division, a Central division, and a West division. And it'd be, I think it'd be the, they didn't come out with like the playoff rankings for that yet. But I think it'd be the top four teams from each division, make it a 12-team playoff and go on from there. i do like the first round, like, three-game series, second round, five-game, and then seven-game every game after that, which would be fucking sick, even though the West Division would be the toughest division because the Astros got put into it, and then it'd be like the Giants, the Padres, the Angels, uh, who else is out there? Seattle Mariners, I think, are on the up-and-coming. Yeah. Like, they would have a pretty good squad out there, and then the East would be, like, Phillies, Yankees, Mets are in contention, Nats are in contention, and uh, also, the, yeah, did I already say the Phillies? The Phillies are yeah. going to have a bomb-ass team this year, just shitty pitching. Mm-hmm. But also remember, like, if they if they do do that, it'd be sick, but even for, like, you know, sports like the NHL, I know on the Stanley Cup, there's a section that says um, season not counted. I don't know what, I forget what year it is, but it had to do some, I, it was, Early in the night in the twentieth century, I don't know if it was because of yo for a lockout. Yes, either it was for the lockout or it was for one of the world wars where they couldn't do it, and it just said season not counted. So there was no team that won it that year. So regardless, I mean, on the Stanley Cup this year, if they don't pick it back up, it will say 
season not counted. Which sucks. Which would really suck. Yeah, it really sucked, but I think, you know, the teams that were in the running I could get it, you know. Well, so the commissioner came out and said the most important thing is... put more fire underneath their asses and be like, you know what? We were close. We were in the running. Let's fucking come out this season and, you know, balls to the wall and murder everyone. So, uh, the commissioner of the hockey NHL came out and said uh, they would like to try in finishing the season and let teams start practicing together past June 15th, which... Isn't the craziest thing, if this thing's already on the decline in America, like, there's only, not like it's not a little amount of deaths, but like 350 deaths in New York Yeah. yesterday. Um, if it's on the decline now, letting teams at least practice together after June 15th, giving them two to three weeks practicing together, and then two more weeks of regular season play... Let every team play the same amount of games, and then deciding it from there. I think that'd be, I think that'd be the smartest thing for them. But uh, but these these teams would have to play in the same location so they could bang the games out like boom, 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 boom. Yes, exactly. So there'd be yeah. three games a day at each location, which is which is a lot. There'd it's a be lot. A, I mean, that Zamboni driver is going to be making bank. Which I doubt he cares about. Like, I'm sure he's happy to be there. Because he's also probably one of the only spectators there. Yeah, those and the uh, and the refs, too. Yeah, him and the refs. But, like, the refs are working for pay, too. Like, everybody needs some money. And, yeah. dude, like, tonight, today's not, like, the nicest day. We couldn't go play volleyball and get drunk by, like, five. Also because my exam was at, like, six. So, like, I'm not going to fall asleep till like, four o'clock in the morning. And I couldn't watch a single baseball game. Like, kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. Kind of really fucking sucks. We were watching yeah. Gordon Ramsay like try to fix restaurants in twenty four hours. Like, st- we're watching stupid ass shows just to keep us entertained. There's gotta be something else that you can do. Like what? A jigsaw puzzle? Yeah, fucking right. I don't know. Uh, I can slam a d- Sudoku out in like five minutes. I'm a monster at Sudoku. <sighs> I don't know. What else is there to do? Um, crosswords? <laughs> I'm not good at crosswords at all. My grammar has, is not out the window because of coronavirus. My grammar has been out the window since second grade. I have no good grammar. So maybe that's something I can work on during this coronavirus. But do I want to do it? No, because I'm not good at it. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds kind of boring, I guess. Yeah. Have you been working on anything this coronavirus? Like I, I was working out for a while, but then, uh, but then my arms have been sore as fuck from carrying all these signs home. I mean, I was working out a lot. Um, I actually, I started. I picked the guitar back up in November. I used to play when I was a kid. Picked it back up in November, and then I started playing more when this all happened. But the last like two weeks, I haven't played that much. I'm punching myself in the face for not doing it. But when I hung out with Nick on. Sunday, we played for a little bit. He taught me some stuff. So it's, I mean, I, I played a few times this week. When we're when we finish up here, I'm gonna pick it back up and play some more. Um, but other than that, other than like studying the Navy Guide and all that, not much. Just like working out, playing guitar, and studying. Well, at least you're doing something down here. We're, I'm, I guess I'm working on my volleyball skills. I work every day. I'm an essential worker, so I still go into work every day. Jealous. Yeah. I didn't think I would miss my busy schedule, like being like a full-time student and a part-time worker, but 
I realized that I have ADD at the wazoo, <laughs> but I've just been able to control it because I just fill my schedule up so much that I'm just never not doing something. Yeah. It's, I don't know, keeping your mind straight and like focusing on something new, it will definitely make all this fly by faster. Also, during this pandemic, I realized I might be uh, slightly dyslex, slightly dyslex, le- dyslexic, dyslexic. Yes, because um, Mark. Hey, do me a favor. Say Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. But uh, the reason I realized that was because I was playing cards one time, and my friend was trying to look at my cards, and uh, he was like, "How the fuck are you holding your cards right now? I can't read them." I was like, "Why are you trying to look at my cards in the first place?" He goes. To get like the advantage, like you were bleeding. Just I was looking through the window and looking back at them, but you look at them upside down, and it's true. I look at playing cards upside down. They like, get my hand. Oh, apparently it's called a dark horse. Like you know what I mean? No. So uh, next time you're holding a deck of cards, you normally push them out to the left, or no, you normally push them out to the right. Yeah. I push him out to the left, so I'm looking at the bottom right, which is upside down and backwards. Mm, okay. Is, I think I did the same thing. Yeah. So I, I think I realized I was slightly dyslexic uh, during this quarantine, which is fun. Finding new things about myself. For you ladies and gentlemen at home, why there, there was like a two-second uh, pause, we both took a sip of uh, our drinks, so that means that you... Also, have to take a couple of sips of your drink as well if you're listening to new, this with a six pack. Is that anything for the show? Like, if there's a, a short pause, you have to sip? Well, no. I wanted to create a drinking game for the podcast that said uh, anytime you hear a beer crack, you have to take a drink. And every time that uh, we take a shot, you got to take a shot or either finish your beer. Well, how do they know if we're taking shots, they can't see it? Well, so normally there's a live. There's a live stream, and I normally announce it, but you said no to the live stream, so. Well, yeah. No shots are being taken. Was there a live stream for Austin? No, I didn't think of it till now. Because I didn't know you could do a double live stream. Like, I didn't know that me and you could both be on a live stream mm-hmm. at the same time on the same video. I'm pretty sure you can record on Zoom, though. Can like, you? throw it on YouTube. There's a little spot. Yeah, it says oh, it. shit. Yeah. Yeah, it says recording on the top my top left oh yeah oh wow i'm gonna take advantage of that i won't do it for this one because it's a little too late yeah but uh for show i'm gonna be doing that in the future mm-hmm. this way i can throw shit up on youtube so what's next for you with this like when you come back to seattle are you gonna keep doing this or are you gonna what like what's your plan uh yeah so i have a great idea for my next I, can i can i say my idea first yeah if i think well you should get another person on with you to do this. I think you should get Austin since so your like beer can media promotes the show a little bit. It's a this is a relatively new show. I think you should have Austin on as a co-host, and then that way, like before the show starts, you and Austin can like do a little recap or pre-show for like fifteen or twenty minutes, and then bring a guest on. And then after the show, do a like post-show edits or post-show talk. Well, no, yeah, I'm definitely looking to bring someone else on because. I thrive better with someone else in the room mm-hmm. other than just myself. And yeah, I was going to get Austin. Uh, but it just kind of sucks that like we're out together like full year round until probably another year. 
when we're both out of college? I mean, you could do it this way. You could do it on Zoom, you know. You could still talk to... Uh, um, but yeah, you know, over this summer, I plan on having lost it on every episode. So yeah, why don't bring him on as a co-host and then, like, if you decide to have guests on. I mean, you don't even have to necessarily have guests on. You just have, they could just be you, you two, you know, talking topics. And then if you want to have a guest on, go on Zoom. You're both in the same room, so you don't have to have two computers. Just be on one computer yeah. asking the guest questions, you know. No, yeah, I definitely need someone else on this podcast. I just, I know it's going to be awesome in the long run. But uh, I was just waiting until CIL till we were both like available yeah. to do it all the time. I mean, dude, I I would do it with you, but I'm leaving a month. Exactly. That's Sorry. why I can't have you. I was gonna have my one boy Chia do it down here, who's been mm-hmm. on a couple episodes. He's the one that ran through the wall. He's definitely gonna be on the next one. Yeah, I'm curious why he ran through that wall. Oh, I'm sure everyone is. Jesus. It's so I I when uh, this ends, I want to show you. I'll probably send the video on uh, Instagram, but uh. It is so fucking funny. Dude, one time, he, like, so he ran into it multiple times until he uh, actually broke through it. One time, it was just his head. Like, this kid's a madman. He's a senior. He's graduating. Smart kid, graduating with, like, a 3.8. Boom. Went right through the door, like, right through the wall with his head. We're madmen down here, Sean. I don't know what you want me to tell you. Come fires, man. Coming out of high school, who do you think I'd be friends with? A bunch of squares? No. Um, people like us. I found people like us. Yeah, Maybe true. It's been a blast. Um, what about... I think it's sick that you actually got into rugby, though. I mean, rugby's an intense... It's also a pretty tight, uh, tight group of guys that you have, and they love they love the party. Yeah. So it's like you never left Seattle. No, seriously. I feel like I, I found a Seattle of the South down here at Carolina. Like a lot of teams might take it seriously, but uh, we're like the we're like the booze hounds. We like we always party with every other team. Us in Alabama, uh, a lot of those kids went to Xavier up in New York, and uh, a couple of my roommates went to Xavier as well. So like we have so every time we go down to Alabama, we all get to stay with them, and every time they come up here, they stay with us. So like us in Alabama are really close in the SEC, but like other than that, whether whether what team comes here, we always have a social invite all their people over. Like we always throw a part. Like none of us are competitive. We're all competitive. Yes, we want to win, but like at the end of the game, it's like ah, what's up, motherfuckers? <laughs> like just come out, party with us, and have a great ass time. Like sleep on our couch. We don't give a fuck. Just leave my bed alone. This way I can bring a nice. Broad back. It's crazy, man. It's not crazy. It's just, it's just fun. We just know how to have a good time. Yeah. And for any high schoolers, high schoolers listening, don't go into a fraternity. Jordan. No, don't listen to Aiden. Do what you want after high school. If you want to join a fraternity, join a fraternity. I didn't join one, but I, I went to some shit school that had shitty fraternities. I went to a school in the south. I totally would have joined one. Alright, some fraternities aren't bad. Just don't be one of those fucking douchebag, uptight assholes. But club sports are still fun. Don't be like, who's the five brothers that you know? Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. Accept everyone, because everyone's got a funny side. Everybody's funny. Whether it takes a week or two to get there. Like, my one... My, my best... One of my best friends down here, Mike. First week, I thought he was an asshole. Ever since that week... He's the funniest kid ever. Like, I wasn't giving the kid a lot of day, like, the first week. 
But then, like, after that, I was like, this kid's kind of fucking hilarious. <laughs> he's like, he's like, we call him Mad Mike because he gets mad real easily. Oh, it's so funny. Nah. Only if you're scared of him. It's like a, it's like a black bear where you gotta like raise your arms and be like ah, and you just scare him off. Is that how you do it? Yeah, but I take a few punches here and there. But uh, that's not that's not the point. The kid's so funny, and he's still my roommate. He's been my roommate for three years, so what's hard to do now? True friend. I think you've met him. He came down to see you. Huh? He threw uh he threw Pat Lynch into the bay. Yeah, I don't remember that. I don't think I was there for that. No, you definitely weren't there. It was, uh, so Tom, Tom Moran and Pat Lynch were like, okay, we're going to jump in the bay. Because he wanted to jump in the bay. He goes, okay, we're going to jump in the bay. And so Tom Moran, Pat Lynch, I thought it was going to be, I knew they weren't jumping in. But, like, I knew that he would. And so he jumped in and both of them faked it. He came out of the water, picked up Pat Lynch, and just launched him into the water. And it's just like... Oh my god, it was hilarious. <laughs> but his name's Mad Mike for a reason. Like, he was yelling at me, and I was like, dude, you want to jump in the bay no matter what. You were going to go in. Whether or not they jumped in with you was not the problem. Jesus. The kid's hilarious, though. I love him. Oh, man. How long have we been doing this for? Oh, uh, we're over an hour and a half, so I think it's time to cut it off. Oh, really? Well, at least the chat. I mean, I'm down to still talk to you. How long do you usually, like, do this for? My longest was with, uh... You and Trevor were about the same. So yeah. about an hour and a half. So much like to say anything, anything last, I guess. <sighs> man. I just want this shit to be over with, man. You know? Oh, yeah, this whole corona this whole, bullshit. The whole corona bullshit. It's... I mean, I get it. I know why we're doing it to keep, keep people safe. But I miss seeing people. I miss seeing my friends. I miss seeing family members, all that. Um, but as long as we keep practicing, you know, social distancing, keeping our bodies healthy. The best thing we can do is keep our bodies healthy. Like, Wait, how have you been doing on Tinder? Have you been uh, rocking it? I don't have those apps. Oh. I think they're a waste of time. I don't know, dude. What's the point of having those apps now? It's like, okay, I talk to someone and then... Like, oh, yeah, <laughs> let's meet up. I'm like, okay, when? In uh, 2021. Yeah, I guess you're right. But I'm shooting for now because my sexual tension, jerking oh off God. is just not doing it for me. Jesus Christ, Aiden. <laughs> okay. But, yeah, my best um, closing thoughts, best advice, keep your bodies healthy, you know, take a lot of vitamin C, work out, do anything, go for a walk, go for a run. Do push-ups, sit-ups, whatever, whatever you got to do. Also, do this. Do what Aiden and I are doing, you know. Go on Zoom. Go on FaceTime. Talk to your friends. Even if you get a little bit of FaceTime, people you're close with will keep you sane. Like, I was able to see a couple of my friends last weekend, and I've been having a pretty a better week so far than I've had in the last month from not seeing anyone. I thought so, the cover. Oh, shit. Kevin Ruffay the other night. Mm-hmm. And that was fun. It was me, Kevin, a few people of, uh, from Tampa, and then uh, Colin Hayes. And even though I didn't know the kids, it was just fun talking to someone new. So yeah. please introduce yourself to new people, even though you don't know them. If you're friends with your friend and they're friends with you, them, just introduce yourself. Have a good time. Just talk yeah, to them. And you know what? When all this is over, go out of your comfort zone a little bit. Go up to new people and talk to them wherever you are. 
Like, oh, when this thing is over, I'm gonna be buck wild at the bar. I'm touching I'm... everyone's face. Oh my god, I'm gonna. I'm be... shaking a thousand hands and I'm kissing a thousand lips. Uh, All female. That's good though, for I'm you. Gonna... I'm gonna be on my knees just eating butt cheeks. <laughs> okay. Just kidding. If you girls that's are great, interested, that's a great way to end it. <laughs> just kidding. Not really, but yeah, just kidding. But not yeah. really. Aiden, right. it's been a pleasure. Sean, awesome talking to you. <laughs> so again, that was my interview with Sean McElane. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it. And uh, he put me on to something new. I am now going to be uh, recording these Zooms meeting, Zoom meetings and going to post them on YouTube. Uh, so I'm now going to have to make a YouTube channel. I'm going to become a social fucking master of media. I mean, I already have an Instagram. And that's about it. But I have over 500 followers now. Shout out to uh, Awesome Wearly and Beer Can Media for promoting The Stand. Even though I have more followers than he does. Suck it. But uh, thank you guys for listening. If you guys made it this far. Uh, please feel free to DM me uh, what you think I should be doing with the podcast. I am going to be trying to get a co-host. Uh, I've gotten a few different uh, texts about that. So definitely looking for someone. Um, but yeah, thank you all for listening. Also DM Oh yeah, I just said that. So uh, don't forget to keep spreading the word. Grow the stand. And uh I hope you guys have a great and wonderful day.